just hit start streaming and then we'll, I mean, we can continue to BS until uh, we get Edgar on here. I just want to make sure everything's working as it should. He, I think he said, what, five minutes? Did he? Okay, sweet. I'm out of there. Yeah, he just said, land in home in five minutes and dial and talk to you shortly. Unacceptable. I said 5.30 sharp. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, uh, if it's not the guest, it's it's absolutely me. I mean, how many times did I postpone on you? Like, hey, dude, I got to push another hour. Sorry, bro. <laughs> That's all good. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't do anything at night anyways. No one's going to die if we're off by a couple minutes, so... Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, we're doing a, a, a recap. Um, I almost said precap, but um, I am beside myself. This is the first one since the NDI, I believe, in, in January. But uh, I am joined once again by Kyle Roth and um, Edgar Fox. So, um, Kyle, real quick, just in case no one picked up on the precap, if you just want to give us a real quick, like, 20-second intro, who you are, where you're from, and uh, why we're talking today. Uh, yeah, um, I'm from Pennsylvania, uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, I play for the Bulls Nation. Um, we're here to talk about the tournament that just happened this past Saturday. Yeah. Nice. And um, Edgar, you've been here before. Um, I want to say yes. 2018 when we did the GOAT chat. So welcome back, man. Um, Thank you. And just in case no one listened to that one, uh, that was quite some time ago. Give us a quick... Uh, Rundown on, on who you are and, and why you're here today. Uh, I play on GOAT out of uh, New York City. Uh, so I live in New York City. I'm originally from the West Coast, but I've been out here forever. And uh, this would be year, if this season had happened, I think year three on GOAT. And then prior to that, I was on Arkham. And prior to that, I was on Gotham Dodgeball. Nice. And you've been playing for how long? Remind me again. Uh, let's see. So this would have been so a couple seasons with Goat, two seasons with Arkham, and two seasons with Gotham. So six seasons in the Elite USA Dodgeball uh, format. And then prior to that, um, prior to Gotham, um, I think we had done uh, NDL, still had some of the tournaments that Rob Immel was hosting. Um, so we had started, I had started with a few tournaments prior to that in the NDL scene. Nice. The NDL hosted tourneys. Yeah, and uh, you could probably go back and, and listen to our, our group interview with Goat. Um, yeah, I've, I've known your name for a long time. Finally got to meet you briefly in 2018. And um, yeah, it's good to have you back, man. And I'm sure we'll, we'll probably have you back on a lot sooner than uh, the last time. But uh, thank you guys for joining. Uh, Justin was supposed to be here, but I think um, the time was a little bit early for him. So um, if he happens to hop in, Awesome. If not, uh, it'll just be the, the three of us kind of recapping what went down. So he's probably bathing children, hopefully his children, putting them into bed. That is a, uh, that's a valid excuse. Um, I, I would not want to do that. So, uh, yep. <laughs> valid. I'm not, I'm not going to talk any crap about him then. Okay. Excused. <laughs> All righty. So, uh, trying to, keep, uh, Get rid of the uh, the cobwebs here. So let's let's talk about the tournament. So what we'll do is, uh, Kyle, I want to start with you, just on like a, a high level um, organizer perspective. You know, what are what are your big takeaways uh, from this past weekend? Um, just for it to run smoothly, um, no fights, uh, just there to play some dodgeball and have fun. <laughs> Did it? Um, I mean, this is your. Which? How many tournaments have you have you had on your belt? Since this one, Ugh, this is probably, I at least had 20 or 30 that I have done. Um, like I said, I started doing charity ones and then getting into cash prize tournaments. Um, mostly doing ones in Spooky Nook. Uh, there were allowed two courts. Um, it's turf. I know a lot of people don't like turf, but, um, but I've been running a lot of tournaments there for cash prize. Um, there was a place in Emmaus, Pennsylvania, um, that I held a lot of tournaments in. Uh, yeah. Nice. So your, I mean, your veteran status. This was nothing to you. Um, yeah. 
would, would you say it was, it was successful? I mean, you know, did, was mission accomplished? People had fun. People got to play dodgeball. Uh, yeah, crazy. I mean, there was no fights for this one. That's always um, good. Everyone um, got almost, almost a couple. Really? <laughs> eh, almost. No. At, near near the one. end. I'm joking. It was just ver- verbal, verbal. Yeah. All the normal stuff that goes down, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, at least the first one. I mean, there was almost a guy. Um, was about to throw punches. Um, luckily he didn't. He kept his cool for the most part about not throwing punches. <laughs> That's good. Um, I don't. I don't think anything in dodgeball is ever worth throwing blows for. So, uh, good. Um, no, not at all. So Sergio asked, "Is it was it eight point five or no sting?" And if memory serves me correctly, it was both, right? Yes, it was both. Okay, I was like, man, I hope my memory's not that bad. Um, so eight point five, no sting. We start with eight five, and then and then no sting. Yeah. Hmm. This was the first one that we done that we, um, like elite USA dodgeball. We run for the balls. Um, the first two, we each team started with two, and then we put one in the middle to fight for. But this past one, we actually ran like we did legit, uh, like USA Dodgeball does. Nice. Got a question, but um, I'll I'll save it for after Edgar gives his spiel. So uh, Edgar, for you on a high level, what, what were some of your your takeaways from this weekend? Uh, uh, it was great to get out there and kind of shake off the rust. I would say was the main thing. Um, you know, there's really no there's no rec league stuff going on right now, so you. You know, you don't want to. You build up this your your endurance to to throw and do all the dodgeball specific activities. So to to let let that go and not get on the court, I can't imagine for a year taking a year off and getting back. I I don't know. I'd feel broken. So just to be able to get out there and just get the reps in, get the throwing in, and keep it keep it all muscle memory was nice. Um, and certainly, even though this was not your your USA dodgeball team being able to get out there with tourney level players versus, you know, rec, rec league, rec league is fun, but being able to get out there against higher level players to just work your stuff, shake off the rust and stay sharp was kind of the main point and main takeaway. Since you're not playing with your team, you know, there's always hiccups and miscommunications, but that was my whole MO going in. Gotcha. Um, how'd you feel? I mean, was this was this one of your first was this your first tournament first dodgeball since uh, I mean last year or uh, I mean Kyle Kyle's been the, the one hosting him I didn't he's been hosting him uh, monthly uh, right. I didn't go to the one last month I went to one the month prior uh, I had been kind of organizing some stuff in New York City on the handball courts you kind of have the New York and all the little parks where you have basketball in New York you always have a handball court attached to it. Right. So we got some of the Arkham guys, kill the cop guys and goat guys um, who are in Long Island and Manhattan and some of the, the goat guys in New Jersey. And we were <clears throat> having probably bi-monthly practices. And then even if it was just me and one other guy or something, we'd just get out there and throw again just to try to try to do something. But on the handball courts, you really can't – the ground game goes away because it's, it's concrete. So this was much better where you can – really drop and slide a little bit more and not get stuck to the ground. Gotcha. Yeah, definitely probably not hinders, but, but takes away a lot of, you know, all, a lot of the, like the whole of dodgeball if you're playing, uh, in a handball court. I know we, we kind of did something like that, um, a while back and it's, it's different. Um, I think we just threw the ball, um, down in Tucson with, um, I don't know if you remember the names, Mason Shank or, uh, or Doug Rada, some of the bigger guys from back in the evil days, but we were trying to see if we can still do it. And, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going on my knees or sliding or doing anything crazy on that court. Um, right. It just changes everything. Yeah. But, uh, you, you've it played does. before. This wasn't your first time. Um, would you say you're at like peak tournament level? I mean, it's, I'm really curious, like, and I'm going to ask you guys this, uh, for everybody else from what you saw, but in terms of like, you know, post COVID Edgar, I mean, how would you say you stack up right now? I, I, well, I feel, uh, I'd say the same. And I I definitely felt, uh, good this past tournament physically after I was sore a little bit, my throwing shoulder and a little bit in the lower back, just from the follow through on the ball release. But I also work, I mean, I make sure I work out all the time. So because I don't ever want to get 
out of shape where I have to get back into dodgeball shape. And um, I kind of, you know, dorkily, I carry around a, a dodgeball sometimes. And if I have 10 or 15 minutes, I'll go to a wall and just throw because I'm, I'm kind of have this fear of if I let it go too far, it'll never come back. So right. <laughs> I make sure that I'm always throwing uh, just to keep the endurance, mainly in the arm and then the lower back. I start to feel after you know 10 hours of a tournament. So I never get that far out of shape, but I felt great. The normal expected soreness after a tournament, but nice. felt very good after overall. Man, I'm jealous. Um, yeah, I, I feel you on the, I don't want to get so far like off the wagon. I can't catch up. Right. I, and Shelby kind of mentioned something similar. Like she spent last year up until January, February, March, like training. And she's like, I know I could go back there. I just know it's going to be an uphill battle, but to, to get to a point where it's like, it's gone. Like I'm not getting that back. That's a, that's a thought that, yeah. you know, invades my mind a lot too. So totally yes, absolutely. That. And it, and it, it takes, I mean, I think you should take, um, scheduled recovery times so you don't get overuse injuries but you should always i mean if you if you if you're going to travel to a sport and play a sport for 10 to 12 hours a day i think it's foolish to then just show up on the day and expect that you're going to feel great after you should be doing you know conditioning yourself and clearly if you know if you're taking it seriously enough to continually travel to tournaments you know you care about it so you should take care of yourself yeah, it's all about maintenance. Unless you're, you know, at least yeah. 18, 19 year old kids, then whatever, do whatever you want. Yeah, jerks. Exactly, exactly. Um, kind of a question for you, Kyle. Um, and I, I do want to hear Edgar's opinion on this one. Um, so when you said we went, we did eight point five first, and then no sting. Was that correct? No. Yeah, okay, eight five and no sting first. Yep. Is there any thought behind that? Um, because I would assume the best way to go is ladder ball first, and then build up to heavy. Am I wrong? So when I what do you think about that? So when I first started doing tournaments, I would actually, I would do foam and eight, five, and I would actually start with foam and then do eight, five. And I was told that I was doing it completely wrong. Um, you throw your shoulder out more when you throw with foam first, than you do with eight, five. So hmm. I'd say maybe halfway through my tournaments, I'd say after like doing 10 or so of them, I had to make the switch of switching to eight, five and then foam. Um, and then I, I just cut out foam uh, a couple of years ago and replaced it with nose thing since that's the more popular one right now. And then I just kept it the same way with eight, five and then, uh, nose thing. Gotcha. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Edgar? I, uh, certainly the, you know, following with the, you know, elite and then USA dodgeball do starting with 8.5 um, for the, for the open it having, having tried both throwing the no sting ball, the 8.5 ball feels like a rock after. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, presuming that you need a little bit more, I mean, it's a heavier ball. It's, it's easier for me to adjust from 8.5 to no sting. The, the real adjustment isn't the the weight of the ball, obviously, with no sting. It's that I keep bouncing it because the the release point is slightly different. Right. Um, so I, I do prefer starting with 8.5, then going to the lighter ball versus going no sting or foam, and then the 8.5. It just feels like I have a, a dead arm for the 8.5 after. Gotcha. Yeah, my my attitude or, or belief behind it, I, I could be wildly just wrong but uh it just makes sense to start light and then build up to heavy because once you go heavy i, th I feel like at least maybe i'm just speaking for myself um i'm more prone to like throwing an 8.5 ball or a foam ball the way i would throw an 8.5 and oops there goes my shoulder and that was a, uh, I mean and maybe you can kind of relate to this i think you started for the most part with with rubber as well um you guys on the mm -hmm. east coast um 8.5 was all i knew and all i would accept yeah. until like 20 15, 16, I started playing with foam. So just trying to unlearn, you know, like I'm not throwing a ball of actual substance. I'm throwing a, you know, something much lighter, like I'm punching mm -hmm. the air. That maybe that's just a, a where you're from kind of thing. But uh, I was curious about that progression. Um, definitely not disagreeing or agreeing with you guys. Just was curious, like if you'd have received feedback and if that's like what the majority of people prefer. Um, good answers though. Um, I mean, I know in the, in the East because it is, 8.5 in the east is what most people started with 
it, it seems that everyone, whenever any practice that I've run, everyone wants to start 8.5 and then go no sting. Um, again, I don't know if that's just because people prefer 8.5 and want their best dodgeball, which is at the beginning when they're fresh for the first few hours, to right. be eight, with 8.5, if it's that versus actually thinking about, well, I want to transition from heavier to lighter. Um, but I think it's more, it's just what we had always done because that's the preference, the ball, the preferred ball type. And then in tournaments, it seems to have been 8.5 and then no sting. So I think people have just kind of through tradition kept it that same way. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. And I, I think that's something that, that Sergio was saying in the chat too. It's like, it's more based on technique, not ball types. So maybe you just want to use all, all the power first and get that out of the way. And then, you know, most time most power from foam is generated from the wrist anyway. You're not really trying to muscle your way through a foam ball. So, right. It's, it's all about the, the, you know, the grips and the, and the wrist, wrist control and wrist flick and things like that. Technique. You're going from a broadsword to a, a rapier, I guess. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys answering that again, just curious on, on uh, that thought process. But, um, what yeah. I really wanted to get into was just how did, and we'll start with you, Kyle, from your perspective, how did everybody look, you know, I almost want to say post COVID, but obviously we're still kind of in it, but, uh, I mean, did you see a lot of rust out there? Um, sounds like you guys have been having kind of an advantage of being able to play dodgeball a bit more frequently than people on other regions, but, um, do people look like they're, you know, rusty, heavier, slower? Uh, what, what was your like take on just the, the majority of the competition there? So for the most part, everyone that came this past Saturday has played, in either the first or the second one. So, I mean, there wasn't really much rust on anyone. Um, and then the Bulls guys, we practice every Saturday. So, like, we guys, we didn't really have the rust. Um, the only one that probably had the rust, which was Adam, uh, this was his first tournament back since tearing his ACL. Um, he definitely told me that it's a lot different <laughs> from, you know, before uh he had to take it very carefully uh he didn't really jump around like he usually does um didn't do much sliding um i don't blame him you know coming from you know i tore my pcl it's nothing like the acl but um but yeah uh but as far as the rust i mean everyone looked pretty sharp um you know for the first like one or two matches you will be until you get loosened up and everything like that but other than that i didn't see any really rust yeah, I'm glad you brought up Adam. I was going to bring him up later, but um, I think it's awesome. I mean, uh, what what a bad, horrible injury to come back from. But um, if I may, I'm just going to kind of read some of his uh, his posts. So uh, three days ago, he had said, one year and 80 days, that's how long it took for me to recover um, and feel comfortable enough to get back on the dodgeball court. There's plenty of rest to shake off and some recovery left to get back to the highest level I can play. But today was a huge step in getting over the mental hurdles and trusting my body again. So first of all, um, you know, congrats, Adam, if you're listening. Um, it's good to, you know, I don't know you personally. Uh, we talked about you in the Spates Cadets uh, a couple of seasons ago. It's always good when a player gets to come back. Like you, it, you always feel bad from like, man, what a, what a horrible way to kind of go out and can't wait to see you back on the court. So it's kind of cool to hear that name again. And um, like you're saying, like, you know, he's probably less prone to be jumping and moving like before. He's got to kind of get that trust back. Um, Thankfully, I've never had that that injury, but the injuries I've had before, I'm I'm always very cautious at first before I feel, you know, 100% again. Start pulling that that kind of the, the the old the old previous, you know, not injured myself. That is a horrible way to say what I'm trying to say, but um, I think you guys got the gist of it. So, well, you could say mm. yet, Damon. You haven't had that injury yet. There's still time. I haven't. Well, thanks. Uh, if I get injured, I'm coming after you. <laughs> Any any time you step on the court, that could be a finger goes, a knee goes. You never know. No, no trust me. I think about it every time um, I step outside my front door. I'm like, today could be the day. <laughs> just, um, the last day of your dodgeball career. Just just in general. I mean, I wake up in the morning I'm like, all right, what hurts today? Just for no no reason at all. Uh, just roll the dice. Um, my back's out. All right, was, sounds good. I think of uh, I think it was a few it was a few seasons ago. I remember. It, I think it was three people's thumbs. I saw three people's thumbs go, Ugh. and I started to become hyper aware of. Oh man, that's uh, I, I better start taping up my fingers because this is <laughs> anything to get some reinforcement because that's nasty. Yeah, they go uh, quick. 
you know, I, I don't want to get on this morbid train any longer than I've already been on, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll just say this, the, the older you get, the more concerned you are with, with preventative maintenance and also being grateful that you can play another day or do whatever it is that you do that you enjoy out of life. Um, so, uh, I'm going to knock on wood for the rest of the night. Thanks. Thanks Edgar, for that. <laughs> but, um, I do want to get into the eaches of some of these players because, uh, me and Kyle did highlight some, um, but okay. Switching that question to you, Edgar. So, you know, from your perspective, how did everyone look? Um, sounds like you guys, again, have had the opportunity to be playing before. Um, would you kind of echo what Kyle said, or, or do you have anything to add about uh, what, what's the talent rise, talent spread, I guess? Yeah, every everyone, um, the people that you would expect to look good looked good. Uh, I'm sure for them, they were rusty. I mean, you know, Billy was there, Jeff Gio was there, Casey Moses was there. Um, they're obviously very good players and they, they make a lot of stuff happen. Um, I'm sure for them, they, they would have felt rusty, but you know, compared to a lot of others, they were just, they're making, they're drawing a lot of attention. They're drawing a lot of balls and they're making uh, a ton of plays on both sides of the ball. Um, and then there were some, I think there's some guys that have really developed as well. Uh, that surprised me, um, that are certainly better and, I don't want to say have become more clutch, but then they, they certainly were making really big plays at, you know, when it counted that I don't recall them being quite, quite as clutch, quite as good before um, as well. A couple of them are Kyle's teammates. I thought uh, Will Bethard and uh, Dalton Zemer in particular were doing m more stuff than I had seen them do before. Um, you know, I'm certainly, if they've been playing, that makes sense. But also, you know, there's always those moments where, you know, toward the end of the game in higher leverage situations where you can tell that someone wants to be in the game and they want to be involved in plays and other people seem to kind of shrink in those moments. So I was very impressed with uh, some of those guys. Um, I thought uh, Tyree as well, um, who was on my team this tourney, you know, sh really showed up as well. And nice. uh, so the guys that you would expect that seem to, you know, no matter what, they're drawing attention and they just, they can always, they know what to do and they make big plays that you expect, you know, Billy, Jeff and Casey were doing that. But I thought Will Dalton and, and Tyree um, did a little bit more than I had seen them do in the past and really kind of stepped their game up to the next level. Nice. And uh, I think Kyle mentioned something about, like, he's like, yeah, we expect to see some stuff from, from Will. Um, we also mentioned uh, Dalton and, and Tyree as well. So um, going to going to you, Kyle. Um, I mean, we can kind of go into some of the the players too, and um, if there's any highlights or, or stuff that you noticed, uh, we can kind of start there. So you know, looking at the six teams, uh, five players per team. What, what, did, what did you see out there this past weekend? I mean, like Edgar said, I agree with him. You know, Billy, Jeff, and Casey being there. You know what you expect from them. Uh, I agree with Edgar again with Will. He came up with clutch catches in the playoffs. Um, he helped his team get into games with his catching. Um, another name that I like to throw around was um, Jordan Shelley, who was on uh, Eggers team. Uh, he seemed to step up. And like I said, in the last podcast, um, not saying that because he's my teammate or anything, but uh, just amazing dude. Um, knows the right plays. You know, he won't go up to the line and just throw a ball. Um, protects very well. Um, another player that I like was, uh, was on, uh, Will's team was Tim, his brother. Um, just clutch catches from him too. That team, um, ended up winning eight, five. They actually ended up winning the whole, uh, overall best team. Um, they won eight, five. Um, the team was, uh, Will, Tim, Dalton, Zach, which is, uh, one of the Bulls' newest members, and uh, Nick Wood. Um, they just, overall, they just played amazing. The chemistry was just secure with them. Nice. Um, let me see. Before I before I go on, um, what, what do you think, Edgar? What did you see across the board, team-wise? Yeah, I thought, uh, I mean, I agree, the... You know, there's always tough with the uh, with kind of the, the, the random, the kind of the tiered tiered system where you're taking, you're kind of picking people from different tiers and putting them onto a team because you have, there's there's so much 
there's so many growing pains where, you know, if you know certain personnel and you know what needs to be done against certain players, and then you have new players on the team, and you know, there's always growing pains where you're working to make something happen and it's happening, and all of a sudden it changes on a dime, which is you know, real fun fun part of dodgeball. But when you're on the the wrong end of that, it can be incredibly frustrating. Um, but it seems it always I always feel like it's the it comes down to a, a major player two in the playoffs where just a, a big time catch or a couple of big time kills or someone goes on a run where they get a couple of uh you know a couple of uh Lukas plays where they get a they get a throw a catch a kill and and then it just swings it so yeah I thought overall that team ha- you know has they had the Bulls the Bulls members um, they they were playing very, very controlled. And they knew they knew when to go on the counters and when to go on the charges a little bit more. Um, I mean, certainly, pra- you know, practice helps if they're they're a squad and they get their chemistry going and they're practicing on Saturdays. It certainly is showing. Nice. So it'll be nice. Um, I don't want to, you know, forecast for the future, but you know, there's a team tournament that Kyle's hosting coming up, and it'll be great to get some of the uh, rumor has it, you know, some of the the better teams from the East are showing. So it'll be nice to you know, all kind of help each other stay sharp uh, in the East with the top teams from the East coming to it. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that once we get towards the end. Um, sure. And that's, that's kind of what I want to ask too. So looking at these teams, you said uh, this was team three, Will, Bethard, Dalton, Tim, Zach, Nick Wood. They're the ones that took the whole thing, both divisions, or was it kind no. of like... No. One and so two. They, yeah, they, oh, they won 8-5 and they came in second in no sting. Got it. 1-8-5. Who, uh, who took no sting? Eggers team. Mm. Okay. Didn't they, uh, Egger? Didn't they come? Yeah. They beat you, and then forced an extra set of yep. best of five. Yeah, so, yeah I thought yeah. so. So we got we got to the finals without a loss, and then they they beat us the first series, and then it came down to if it was best out of five, so you had to win three games. It came down to the last. Um, we each won two, and it came down to the last game. And it came down to the last, it was one-on-one. So it was about as close as you could get. So as far as watching dodgeball, it was, um, you know, what you would want for suspense. And it could have been anybody's uh, win. Gotcha. Um, I had to take a quick second and look at some of the comments. So uh, Sergio is saying, and this is kind of backing us up, uh, can't wait to step on the court. It's been, it's mentally painful not playing. I agree. But my favorite that popped up was uh, Tina Tina May said, Tina, uh, she's like, this got dark. That's when we're talking about like the fact that we could die any day now. Um, I just, I had to address that. (laughs) Every time you open the door. Yeah. And I was trying to look at, you know, glass, glass half full, like every day is a blessing. Um, so that's right. Take the gratitude, (laughs) take the gratitude perspective. Yeah. But I I saw that and, uh, I started laughing uh, off mic. So, um, good one, Tina. But, um, anyway, so, uh, kind of ask like how some of the players are doing i want to go back to the teams and that could feed into like the team tournament that kyle's doing so kyle i mean looking at your you know your guys spread across the tournament you know how would you say the bulls are looking right now i mean i wish we could say like are you know are you guys ready for the tournament that's happening next month where you know we're finally playing again like an actual premier dodgeball uh but it, it doesn't sound like we're going to get that for the rest of the year i think we're just 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 no dodgeball minus these uh little pockets here and there but if you had to assess your bulls, um, how would you how would you say you guys look? Um, we're getting better and better. Um, we have about four or five set guys. Um, we're not sure on the last two. Um, it's up in the air. Um, me, Will, and uh, Jordan are the ones who really sit down and discuss what goes and what. Um, I believe we are trying. We're going to use Zach, uh, our new guy, for the next month's tournament. Um, him first starting compared to now, I mean, it's, it's a hundred degrees flip. I mean, it's an amazing thing what he has done. Um, he made some clutch catches for that team this past tournament. Um, there's some other guys, um, on the fence that, uh, might be playing with us. Um, we're not sure yet. Uh, but I mean, we're young. Uh, I think we're going to be deadly within next year when the USA dodgeball comes around. Nice. Are you are you allowed to disclose who those players are, Kyle Roth? I mean, I can. Um, Dwight was supposed to be with us. 
Um, he was the captain of Aftershock. I don't know what his status is. Um, there's a potentially of adding Wyatt. Um, he was also an Aftershock. Um, we did have Zach Barry. Uh, he is from Ohio. I don't know what his status is. Um, there's the potentially a Tim Bethert, uh, Will's brother, teaming up with us. Um, other than that, and besides uh, Zach, um, other than that, that's pretty much where we're set. Um, between me, Will, and Jordan, and then we have Dalton. Um, that's that's pretty much where we're set right now. Um, I guess we'll have to see when it comes. <laughs> For sure. Do you, yeah. Who, do, you, do you like to run uh, seven seven players? Do you think is kind of the sweet spot or other? So, yes. Um, with my prior injury history, the guys like to call me the old man on the team. Um, we like to run seven. Um, me per se, if I could say I was always a hundred percent, I would just like to run six. But I. <laughs> As a stage in my career, I think seven is the go-to. What about you, Edgar? You guys have seven? Well, yeah. Based on uh, Nationals two years ago, we had uh, run six all season. And then when we got to Nationals, I think we were halfway through the day and two of the six started cramping up. And and then I was like, yeah, we should have run seven. <laughs> seven. So yeah, it was yeah. I'd say seven is is good to let someone get a rest, stretch out, rehydrate. A I bit. agree. I definitely agree. Again, and then, I, uh, oh, sorry. We, and we had also run eight. Uh, when I had first joined Goat, we had run eight at round one, and you would sit too long, and you'd get a little cold, and you'd start overthinking if you were not if you're not clicking, you'd start thinking too much, and you were just out of the game too long, and you start to you'd lose confidence a little bit and lose your flow. And then we had six, which were great, you know, during the, uh, that was the season we had won the, won the East and we felt great. And then we got to nationals and two guys started cramping up and we're like, well, now we're, now we're in it. And what do we do? So seven, seven is the way to go for us. I'd say. Yeah, I was going to say, are, how's is... your roster looking, Edgar? Uh, it's, it's good. We have, um, we have more than, we have more than seven. We have, uh, right now, uh, me, Justin, Tyrell, Tyree, Dean, Nar, um, Spencer's been injured. He's coming off of a knee knee surgery. Tama and uh, Sam, Sam Jones. So we have we have too many. Um, so we've been you know just going back and forth on uh, all the all the options there and and what that looks like. And luckily we have we kind of lucked out with the lockdown. We have a lot of time to sort that out. But we'll have to have discussions and figure out what's what going forward, but good problems to have too many. I'd say right now. I agree. I think, uh, if you guys are going with six, you're really just testing the fates. Like that, that is, uh, I mean, it's great because you get to have that cohesion, um, and you don't lose it throughout the tournament, but man, if something right. happens, you guys are, you're, you're kind of screwed and you open yourself up for that. Um, I think seven is well, way to go. But... Good. Round two of last year. Um, we, only had six. That was, I believe, Edgar, refresh my memory. Was that in Boston or Virginia? Uh, what, what, which round? Uh, last year, round two. Round two. Oh, boy. Uh, I thought that was Virginia. Boston. Okay. Um, so we only ran six. Um, on the drive down, uh, me and Shelly drove together with uh, my girlfriend, and uh, we were told one of our players um, couldn't make it. So we were, we scrounged to try to find um, a sixth, and we we couldn't. We we literally hit up everybody on the East Coast that wasn't on a team, and uh, we ended up playing with five. And then actually, one of our players got hurt. I'd say not even halfway through round robin, so we were really at a disadvantage. So having seven's definitely a plus. <laughs> oh boy. I think it's smart. I, I would go with eight just because life could always happen too. Um, you want to talk about dark places though. I'll, uh, I'll refrain, <laughs> but yeah, at least seven. I mean, if you're, if you really, if you're, I don't want to insult anybody, but if you're smart, like seven is just, it, I feel like it's a must. Um, you never yeah, know. I mean, how many times does someone say, well, I have to run to the bathroom or I got to retape. Let me, you know, my quads a little tight. Let me stretch my quad. You want to be able to, and plus, if you don't have anyone shagging for you, that's a real, 
problem. There's also that. Yeah. I mean, that that's one of the worst feelings in the world is when a ball is about 10 feet behind you and you have someone that is bearing down on you and you're screaming, give me the ball, give me the ball. It's a horrifying thing. <laughs> yep. So we, we kind of talked about your, the goat roster. So, um, I want to ask the same question for you, Edgar, for, uh, I get yeah. too sidetracked. So okay. again, all you guys sprinkle, some of you guys sprinkled across, uh, the rest of the tournament. Like, how do you, how do you guys feel like you're looking? I mean, you can't really speak so much to the team cohesion, but on an individual level, I mean, are you feeling pretty good if, uh, let's say we had a tournament next month or what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I think, um, Josh and I have been playing pretty regularly and then, uh, Tyree has come, uh, Tyree and Dean came to a couple of the practices we had in New York. Uh, Tyrell, I think, had fractured his, his knee, so it was off a little bit. And Tom also had an injury, uh, a wrist injury, so he's rehabbing now. Um, so he's going to be, you know, he's going to be doing his, his work and he'll have to shake off the rust. Um, you know, there's always the, the, uh, the, the, the weight that people are putting on with COVID. I think Tyrell was talking about his, his dad, Bob, that he has going on, but it fits him well. But I think for him, he was saying, you know, he's got to shake off a little bit more rust. But to me, it's not, not far off. Um, you know, Dean was difficult to hit as always. He needs a haircut, though. He had uh, yeah, things getting <laughs> jaggy. That was, he got clipped on his hair a couple of times, so he needs to get that thing mowed down. Uh, Ty. Yeah, Tyree's looking good, throwing hard, still jumping. You know, he's like a keel; he can jump through the gym. It's like his split jumps; he's six feet in the air, so everything looks good there. You know, Justin stays in his lane and knows what he's doing and looks good. He's got a nice full beard, so that's nice. It is very. I've seen. I don't think I've seen it recently, but every time I see it, it's pretty manly. Very, very nice. Beard. Yeah, it's. It's yeah. He's he's got it. Yep. As a man that has an anemic, patchy beard, I'm uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> I've yet to see what my beard growing capabilities are. Maybe one day, but it's probably not going to be as impressive. I'll probably be let down. Um, <laughs> I want to ask. Let's see. Before we get into the next tournament that's coming up, um, let me see here. Do we cover Billy? I was curious to see how Billy's looking. Billy, Billy looks like Grizzly Adams. Oh, geez, speaking of beards, <laughs> speaking of beards, he's got he's That's got his, his the long hair. He's got the the nice red red shock beard going on, and you know he's you know he's doing doing what he always does. I mean, I'm sure again, sure for him if he's he would know if he's rusty, but he's still out there. Like, there's no way this guy can block this ball when he's doing his pump fake ten feet in the air, and then he gets all the way down to his shins to block, but. You know, he's up and down. He's on the ground, getting tons of kills, tons of catches. So just so still Billy. But he, yeah, he looks still Billy. Looks like Grizzly Adams, though. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, <laughs> what about uh, so some of the females that were playing? Um, are you guys able to speak to them? So I know we had um, Sam Samantha Ashley or Sam Girardi. Um, yeah. Any anything you notice there? Um, kind of a general she's very, question. She's but... very pesky. She's very pesky, Samantha Ashley. She has. She always uh, kind of offers protection where she runs up into the middle of the court uh, when you would have a countering opportunity. And then she's very good at getting that ball down to a pump faking and making you think she's going to throw it. And then if she does, you know, keeping it down and getting you out. So you have to always pay attention to where she is. And then she has, you know, her uh, underhand softball throw that she, she gets some outs with. So, and she's, and she's, uh, you know, she's out there. She took um, a real tough shot off the fingers, a couple face shots, and she just, yeah, it's good. Shook it off. So she's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen some highlights, and she definitely seems like somebody that you don't want to take your eye off of. And, like, like maybe pesky, but there's another word I'm trying to think of. Um, just disrupts, like disruptive maybe um, comes to mind. But um, let me think. Uh, let's see. We got a comment from, from Tina again. So Billy is tall people play style goals. Um, yeah, I wish I could throw as hard as Billy, and I wish I could clear ten feet like he does and catch everything. <laughs> and uh, I need, I must see Grizzly Adams Billy as well. So I'll second that. That's impressive. Yeah, I think we got Sergio's right. buy-in as well. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's a lot of 
yeah, it's, it's nice full, full, nice full beard. I can see that. How was it? How did Frankie look? Uh, Gianetto. Frank, Frankie was, uh, he, well, he, what was he doing? I think he was the, was he the right? He was, he was corner. He was playing right corner with them. I still want Frankie to, to put back on the weight. I think he'll reel in more catches. Put, I say that with all the love. You say you want to put it, put it back. He's got to put back the weight. Yeah. Hmm. Get him back to uh, the Frankie of, of, of three seasons ago. He's catching everything. Now he's, now he's playing, playing the corner. No, I'm kidding. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he knows what to do and he knows what to lay off. I'm always impressed by his patience. He'll do this, uh, kind of do this lateral shuffle with his legs open and he crouches down and he, he can usually lay off. It's kind of like, uh, Casey in that way. You'll throw something inches from Casey and he just seems to just move, never, never gets his hands out and tips his fingers or anything like that. That's what always strikes me the most about Frankie is he knows what to do and what situation and he knows he knows his limitations and he doesn't extend himself to where you have to worry about oh he's going to mail one in there I mean he always puts it where he needs to put it and he gets the play that he wants so it's always very impressive yeah I um you remind me of like something I realized watching Casey play um, when he was here in the West um, and as a teammate, he would, he has like that very efficient dodging uh, where, like he said, he'll just slightly move over to the right or left or he'll jump and just slightly move over and somehow dodges three or four balls and maybe plucks the one that gets a little too close to his, his catching area. So yeah. I, I can kind of picture what you're saying about Frankie doing that now. So noted if I ever get to play against him. Yeah. I'd, I'd be very curious. Um, I haven't talked to Casey at length, but what his, I mean, he's so calm out there too. He's, you know, he's having fun, but he's very, very relaxed and confident. Right. And it's interesting to see. I wonder what that process is like for him, where he's gotten to the point where he knows where he, he has some cue, obviously where to put his hands or, or how to read what ball to go for. Like the process of that type of player, that tends to be a big time end of game player where it's usually them against, a couple, two to three players, how they separate the balls to isolate them and how to pick which one to go for. You know, mm. it's kind of the Jim, the Jim McMasters. Is he, is he looking to stuff, like snipe attempt the hardest thrower and then focus on the slowest ball, or is it the opposite? Does he snipe the person in front of him and just zone in on the ball that's going to get to him first? Like, what is the, the process for right. that? And if, is, it, is it the same every time, or does it change you know, based upon his position in the court, does he always get himself to the corner, stay in the middle? So hmm. I'd be curious to hear that process. Yeah, I mean, he, he does come from the Jim and Tim school of, of thought, so curious to kind of dive into that as well. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot, Kyle, so much, but I'll, I'll, and I'll do the same for Edgar. Um, if you had to pick, so of the names you kind of mentioned already, like Will, Tim, Casey, Billy, Kyle, what have you, um, yourself obviously um is there anybody that kind of i don't want to say like shocked you but people you're like oh, i'm gonna look out for this guy in the future that came from this tournament like not so much an mvp or for lack of better words like a rookie but i mean anybody other that we'll hear from soon like in future recaps we'll probably be like oh yeah and no, i remember hearing about this guy when we did that recap in october um anyone come to mind uh i'll say two um i will go with one um on edgar's team uh dean i just think uh, he, he, like Edgar said, he is hard to get out. Um, impossible. Um, just very smart. Um, he don't take stupid shots. Uh, he will pull a catch here and there. Um, and then number two, uh, I'm going to go with a guy on our team, uh, Zach. Uh, he's just getting better and better. Um, he made some clutch catches to make his team go deep into playoffs. Uh, just, I think, in a couple of years, that guy's going to be up there. Um, that's my opinion. Nice. If he is, we'll come back here, timestamp down, be like, look, 2020, October 20th. Kyle said this, so you're welcome. It's always fun to do <laughs> and, that. Uh, Dean, I think Dean was on Casey's team. It was Dean and Casey with the corners on that team. Yeah, got, yeah Dean and Casey were, yep. Yeah, I've got uh, Casey, Dean, Ryan Fricker, Randy, and Cassie on that team. Mm -hmm, right. Um. 
What about you, Edgar? Who would you say? Uh, I mean, the the ones that I I mean, you know, Bill, Billy's very impressive because you know every. I mean, the guy's so big, and he and you every tournament you go to, you know, you have to worry about him, and you you game plan for him, and you still he's still going to do what he's going to do, and he's still going to make a ton of kills and a ton of catches, and to you know, to deal with that sort of what could be pressure in every tournament, people are, you're never, you can't surprise anybody because everybody's gunning for you and everyone is putting, I mean, the number of times I saw three balls go at him and he'd always, he'd catch one, you know, you'd get him out occasionally, but, you know, he, he constantly deals with that pressure and whether it's game one playoffs or the finals, he's always, he's always locked in and ready to make plays. And, so that's, I, I know that's an that's an obvious choice, but I just think it needs to be said that to to not surprise anyone, to have people gunning for you every single tournament, and to still deliver every single time, is uh is very hard to do and very impressive. Um, and the number of times I saw three balls thrown at him and he would still make stuff happen, uh, is impressive. Um, the ones, you know, Jeff is out there is making all sorts of plays more with the, the, he, you know, very fast throw, very straight throw. And then on defense, he tends to be not go for catches as much, but more, more of the dodges. He has some very acrobatic ways to get out of the way of the ball, um, you know, versus Billy won't have as many ways to get out of the way of the ball, but his, he's going to make a move, make it, maybe make a second move or late, sit down, lay down or get a grab. Whereas Jeff will do the, you know, the Geo Brothers I was just gonna say, acrobatics yeah. where he's doing, you know, somersault or flip or a running slide backward and then sit up and get a grab. So those are always fun to see. Um, I thought, I mean, Will, I thought Will in the playoffs, you know, people knows that especially in 8.5, he'll make some big time catches. And at one point he, he was in a series, I forget if it was playoffs, he caught Jeff three times in one series. And uh, Jeff has a very hard throw, and Jeff put it in slightly different spots, and Will, you know, st- stepped up and answered each time and caught it each time. And, uh, you know, I feel like, too, the the confidence that you have as a top-level player, Jeff, you could see Jeff, he caught it once, and then the second time Jeff is probably thinking, okay, let's see if he can do it again. He does it again, <laughs> and then I think a game had passed, and then it's like, okay, there's no way he's catching three of my throws. And he did it a third time. Um, and I really, I appreciate someone that's kind of a big game player that wants those sorts of challenges. So that's awesome. I would say it is an improvement. Um, I think I, I remember Will's always been, you know, pretty confident in, in big spots. I remember him with clutch mode, making some big catches at nationals too. So it's not as if it's new, but I think he's, he's progressed even more. And, you know, Dalton uh, Zemer, who is the other corner, has a very good throw on both ball types, and he's he's hard to hit um, in both ball types. And he's very quiet, very honest player. He doesn't – you know, you don't really know he's there except just from his play. He doesn't say much, doesn't talk a lot, but very honest player, very friendly guy. And uh, he, was, he was very solid as well. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be. Then, uh, oh, sorry. Did you have another? And then on my team, and then on my team, yeah, I thought Tyree made some big moments where he, you know, took moments where he really, you know, got several kills per per series, and he stepped it up in the playoffs, and he was doing very well in both ball types as well. Tyree, what's his last name? Frazier. Frazier. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm friends with mostly everybody on here. Just wanted next time I see him, I can can I connect the the face to the. He's the meme, he's the meme king. Him and Tyrell are always putting out the memes. So I know Tyrell was. Sorry, Tyrell. Uh, you've been dethroned by. Um, well, first of all, it's Chris, and then it became Tyrell. I do now. I know why I remember Tyree Frazier, but then Sydney Somerville is she's the reigning champ. She just oh, doesn't she? stop. Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, I had. Uh... I deleted my Facebook account, so I always ask Kyle, please let send me a message about the tournaments because I can't, I don't know when they're happening. Someone will mention, "Oh, are you going to Kyle's thing?" And I have a moment of uh, fear of what? What? I missed? I missed it? Yep. 
Well, I mean, you're missing a lot. Keep of, forgetting. <laughs> you're missing a lot of good memes, but also a lot of stuff you probably could do. You're probably better off without. So, yeah, yes. There's a that's, catch. That's the thought process behind that one. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, um, I think I'm pretty good with what I have. Um, kind of nailed all the the high level stuff and and went into the weeds with some of the players. Um, I'm really curious about this, and we can spend a couple minutes on it, the the team tournament that was mentioned. So um, actually, before that, let me just go ahead and read one of these comments because it's pretty funny. We were talking about Casey, um, and Sergio said, Casey has effective controlled movement in his dodging, which I agree. Uh, moves enough not to get hit, so he's very efficient there. And then Tina says, eh, he just gets lucky. And uh, man, I wish I had that much luck. So obviously she's kidding, but... Uh, I just yeah. I had to I had to blast. I like the the group engagement, so I'm always gonna take a pause and and see what the the feed's saying. But um, so let's go to that tournament. So this next one um it will be teams. Uh, Kyle, teams as in you can yes. choose. Yes, um, we have six. Um, I don't know if we're doing seven. Um, the six teams are clutch mode is coming out. Um, the Bulls, uh, Goat, Anarchy. Shred and Illusion. Uh, Illusion is Joe Tatz's team. Yeah, I saw this. I think I saw the the jerseys for that. This guy, uh, Joe, if you're listening, open challenge. You, me, Bud Light, Drinkathon. We'll record it on a Friday night right on to work. Just saying, throwing oh, it out there. Oh boy, I'll probably Joe's, Joe's a uh, Joe's a pro. Yeah, I'm probably gonna lose badly, but uh, after the week I've had, um, I'm down. Um, so clutch mode bulls, goat, anarchy, shred, elite. So this is pretty much, you know, for all intents and purposes, this is going to be a elite slash, uh, premier dodgeball, good competition tournament, right? When, when is it? It is November 28th. It is the last Saturday in November. Nice. Uh, we got a, is that going to be streamed? Sergio had asked that earlier. I believe we can do that. Yes. Nice. We should, we definitely should. I always, for, I want to, uh, record these when I'm there and then all of a sudden you hear your teams up and you got to go and forget to record. But I thought illusion is illusion. Is that a new, is that a co-ed team or open team? It was a co-ed team. Um, I believe it was Joe Tats, uh, Derek Smith, Tyler Steffi, uh, Sam and Nick Lesky were the ones I know. But as far as with the whole COVID thing this year, I think they were going to make, try to make an eight, five team. Um, I know we had Derek Smith for the bulls, um, but some things went down and uh, he is no longer with us. He joined illusion. Oh, okay. Well, this will be a good tournament to uh, obviously got to re- uh, pre and recap it. Um, hope you guys do stream it. I am so hard up for dodgeball. Um, I'm excited. Just thinking about this one, um, man, I miss dodgeball. Um, yeah, yeah. If we got um, what is that? That's six. Was that six? You said Kyle or five? Uh six teams. Yeah, six teams. Yeah. I mean, if you're just you're really just missing um, Arkham and I know if Ascension came or the rumor was they're coming to the East. I mean, those two, those two teams would kind of round out some of the yeah the top the top teams in the East. Hmm. Oh man, I don't know if I should air this. Um, I'll save it for offline. <laughs> Just I don't I don't want to betray anybody's Dutch trust. Podcast No, it, it's uh there's a there's a move that's happening. I think it's one of these teams. I wonder if it's going to happen during that time. So yeah, sorry for the cryptic messaging. I'm not trying to be coy. Um, I, I'm catching myself before I I uh yeah like I said, um uh, journalistic integrity here. So anyway, um. So it'll be streamed November 28th. These are the teams that are we're looking at. Um, definitely want to talk to you guys again, get the pre-cap recap, maybe bring on some some new folks. Um, yeah. I guess that's all I have really for this one. Um, before I before I close with the Austin Deeks joke, um, I'll turn the floor to you guys one last time. So um, yeah, if you got any shout outs or final thoughts or takeaways, um, and we'll start with you, um, Kyle. Um, what you got? before we wrap up um just re- just excited to get back to f- uh actual teams for next month um to fa- have your own teammates um i know will and uh jordan and myself were the ones that made the th- uh, teams for each of these tournaments um and we tried to keep some of the guys together 
Um, we tr- like for this one, we tried to. I we I believe Edgar, correct me if I'm wrong. We kept two. You and you and Ty were on the team. Uh, Tyrell and Justin were on a team, and then Dean had to be by himself since there was only five members of the goat. Um, right. I tried to keep uh, some of the bulls together. Uh, I kept Shred with uh, Jeff and uh, Jeff and Frankie. Um, I kept the illusion together between uh, Nick and Joe. Um, so we we try to keep you know the guys together. Um, sometimes it's hard, you know, ex- like with the whole tier thing. Uh, we don't want to stack one team and make the other team unstacked. Um, but I'm ready to get back out there for our real teams. Um, I'm excited to uh, play against the new, new and improved goat. Um, I want to see how the illusion does as their first year. Um, obviously, with clutch, anarchy, and shred are going to be really tough. Um, just re- excited to get back out there. Nice. Like I said, it's it's good talking about it. Um, I'm excited just to talk about this next one. So um, this is cool. Glad you're doing this. Um, then how about you, Edgar? Any uh, final thoughts or? Or closing statements. Oh, I just wanna, I just wanna keep supporting uh, Billy's nice full red beard. <laughs> I hope Justin's done putting his children to bed. And uh, Joe Tate's was uh, Steve Austin. He was stone cold this, nice. at this tournament, and he was just, you know, whacking. And <laughs> Joe just go out there and just throw, just throw, just throw a lot of dodgeballs, get a lot of kills, slam back some Bud Lights. So. <laughs> It's nice to see, was and, he, and he's consistent, and I like that. <laughs> was was he doing the the stone cold beer chugging? I that would have been nice. It could have been messy. Maybe he he, yeah. he was thinking of Kyle's keeping it safe. That's so good. that's good of him. That it wasn't anyone else's last dodgeball game out there, as we alluded to earlier. Yeah, that, or else that, I'm sure he would have. Yeah, yeah. I, I just pictured that happening as soon as he said he was stone cold. I was like, I wonder if he did that. He probably didn't, but uh, I had to ask. I put, I'm probably, I'm sure he stepped outside and slammed a couple together and downed them. <laughs> uh, the more I hear about this, Joe Tate's, the more, more I like him. Um, good guy. Or, it's a good guy. Yeah. Is, um, it, is it Tats or Tate's? You know, uh, Tats, right? I'd say Tats. Yeah. Okay. Don't want to confuse that's, him with, that's probably right. with David. <laughs> cool. Oh, right. Yeah. No, Tats. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Um, and that, that just looking forward to this, uh, team turning on the 28th will be a lot of fun. Yeah, like I said, I'm jealous of you guys, but uh, very excited to cover it. Um, you know, Edgar, you're welcome back for sure. Kyle, obviously, got to have you back, and then um, see if we can maybe get some new new voices uh, for that. Um, but um, I think that's all I have so far. I officially wrap it up. Let me pull up the Austin Deeks joke. So, man, I thought I burned my bridge with Austin. I hit him up uh, last week for two episodes. Uh, he wasn't there. He was busy. Um, I was like, man. Uh, I, I ruined it, but, uh, thankfully he was here, pull, pull, pull through. But, uh, so he says, um, <clears throat> so joke is my girlfriend said she'd leave me if I didn't support Trump. So I said, okay, bye then. <laughs> I think the longer the silence, the, the better these bing. are. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the collective go. sigh. Yep, those are oh, good. Yeah. Thank you, Austin. Uh-huh. Um, he also asked if that's too political to uh, to let him know, but that's that's just too perfect. So, well, that's that's yeah a large part of what social media is these days. So it's good. It's fitting. Uh, it's way worse. That that is that is nothing compared to what you're missing out on or avoiding. Yeah. Um, but cool. All right, guys. Well, that's all I have. So what I think I'll do is we'll just go that's ahead and end the interview there. All right, so that was a recap with uh, Kyle Roth and Edgar Fox um, covering the tournament that took place in the East Coast on Saturday, October 17th. And uh, guys, thank you so much for, for hopping on and being willing to talk to Oswald with me. Um, it's been a minute since I've been able to do a recap. And here are some of the names you know that I might have heard about last year during all the recaps uh, on the East and even getting to talk to the Eaches about some of the new players and seeing where people are at. Um, I really, really miss it. And... Um, Man, I just, like I said in the precap, I, I miss dodgeball. And um, it's been great being able to interview people and kind of focus on, you know, the individual. But uh, I'm realizing that uh, not covering events is, is something I, I truly miss. So thank you, 2020, for taking that from us. But um, 
I appreciate Kyle for, for making this happen. Um, and for everybody else. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get to be playing dodgeball fairly soon, um, in some capacity, but, um, also huge thank you to those that joined us in the stream. That is something I've been wanting to play with for a while. So being able to do a recap and get feedback as we're talking in a panel format, um, that's been fun. So I appreciate all the participation there. And for everybody else, if you're still listening, um, thanks for doing so. As always, have a great rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. All right, so that was a recap of the tournament that Kyle Roth hosted um, on Saturday, the weekend of October 13th. I don't know. I should do my homework before I do this. Let me bust out the calendar real quick. 17th. Okay, so three, two, one.